Welcome back. You're listening to another episode of The Todd Donald Show, a weekly podcast where artists and performers go to chat about nothing. Hosted by Canadian singer-songwriter Todd Donald. With a long weekend, I don't know what the etiquette is. Like, should I wait till Tuesday when people are going back to work to be like, this is your back to work podcast? I don't really know. It's just a podcast. So I'm putting it up on Monday. I'm not rushing because I don't have to go to work today, but here it is. Mary Catherine Pizzano, uh, returning guest. And this is my first time being able to present, you know, Mary Catherine's last appearance from a year ago. And then, you know, here's this brand new one. And of course we were lamenting the winter weather outside, even though you're hearing this now on May 2-4 weekend and it's humid as balls. So enjoy the return of Mary Catherine, where we catch up. We talk about some of the guff that she has to deal with as a music teacher, uh, singing jazz, being awesome, and then she performs again for us. So enjoy that. Uh, bye. I'm really glad you're here, Mary. Hello. Hello. Cold open, cold day. It's May 12th. It's Mother's Day that we're recording this. It has been very nice out. Do you feel like every time we get a bout of nice weather before the summer really hits that you're just expecting it to stay? Yeah. Of course. And then this is really disappointing when this happens. For real. It's winter. <laughs> <laughs> For a little contextual information, uh, I went to see The Other Place, which is a play by the Downtown Theatre Project. And well, the, like I'm not doing this for, I'm not saying this in a promotional way for promotion. Uh, I do think they're really great, though. Where it's, is this Guelph? Yes. Is that what you said? <laughs> Where is this Guelph? Where, where is of? this Guelph place? <laughs> um, and they had The Other Place at the Making Box, which is the improv troupe home. Not troupe, but it's an improv. Uh, they have classes and they do performances the downtown theater project their their play last night was a really emotionally engrossing drama oh nice that was fantastic and i got to meet and chat with abby longmire who i've been aware of and chatted with people like in that theater circle be with before and i just think that was fantastic so if any of you are listening who had anything to do with the play the director it was it was fantastic i love it go to downtown theater project dot Ca. .ca and, and check out what they're doing. Their next play is called Goat. I, again, I, I don't want to be seen as a promoter type person. <laughs> like this is just an enthusiastic reaction to enjoying their work. And Mary... Well, and you actually went, so... I did. Yeah. Now, I did the cheap method of listening to your album prior to, <laughs> to finally <laughs> getting your CD. Yeah. When you were on last time, you were telling me about it. It's You're going to hear from me. By Mary Catherine Pazzano. Yes, very nice. Very yeah. nice Italian yeah. pronunciation. Thank you. I'm, my diction's horrible when I'm not trying. And oh, I, me too. I can't imagine that. You're a vocalist. Well, when I'm singing, I'm thinking about it, right? Right. But when I'm talking, you know, you just start mumbling. Yeah, that's yeah. really funny. And then how many times on stage was I like, today is gonna be the day. <laughs> right, You're exactly. Effortlessly <laughs> verbalizing. <laughs> We're getting started. We're drinking coffee this mm-hmm. time from Show and Tell. Not mm-hmm. promoting, but I am raving about it. <laughs> That's delicious. It is really good. You performed some songs last time from the album. 
I don't know what you have in store because we haven't recorded anything. No, and I haven't decided what I'm doing yet either. So yeah. we'll just we'll I'm, wing it. I remember from last time, if you, the listener, are paying attention at all to the podcast because you like me and you're just following whatever's going on on the Coffeehouse crowd, I will have put last year's interview with Mary Catherine Pizzano. So you'll have those performances. I think I did. I can't believe that you're in love with me. It was very good. I'm pretty sure I did that. And a maybe simple conversation. A simple conversation. Yeah. See, a simple, a simple, a simple, a diction, a simple conversation. Okay. That's right. I wanted to tell the audience in a little bit more detail what happened, because if you listen to the vault episode with Mary Catherine Pizzano, I alluded to it at the beginning. Oh, did you? I don't remember. It was the day after St. Patty's Day that we were recorded. I, I'm, I'm starting to get to a better place now where I'm eating a lot better and I'm I'm promising to will myself to work out. But around St. Patty's Day last year when we met Mary, I was just dying for and granting myself access to fast food. Mm-hmm. Hey, what do I like at KFC? Everything. And I had like a window between one interview and when you were coming over, we planned for like one, say. So at 11.30, I'm driving through KFC, getting everything, coming back home. Oh, I still got like an hour, an hour and a half. And then I start eating and I'm like, well, this is a lot of food to eat really fast. I should slow down so that it breaks down on my body a different way. Lose track of time. There's a knock at the door and I'm not finished like the last... (laughs) of the mini buckets of whatever the hell I had. There's like crumbs and grease all over my face and mouth. And there's a knock at the door and it's Mary Catherine Pizzano who's <laughs> arriving on time. <laughs> Fuck. Oh no. What can I wipe off and do by the time I open the door? The chicken shits all over the table, like the table that we're sitting at right now yeah, yeah, yeah. that was being video recorded for that <laughs> podcast. And I was like making all these bargains with myself. Like I will say a thousand, I will become religious again. If she just has to go to the bathroom right now, (laughs) could you please have to go to the bathroom right now? So I have time to get rid of the evidence that I'm a disgusting pig. of a. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. It's so funny. The perceptions we have, because I didn't pick up on like any of that. I was just like, he's just eating his lunch. (laughs) And I think I told you about it too. And you're like, really, I don't mind. You were really cool about it. Because as you said today, you're a music teacher and you have people coming over. Yeah. People are catching me with my mouth full all the time because I have like 15 minutes to eat before they come over. And sometimes they come (laughs) over early and they just, and I have my door unlocked. So they walk in the house and I'm like, wolfing down right. <laughs> my sandwich or whatever so to me that was just looked like very normal <laughs> yeah did you did you practice sorry pasta uh, oh to me you. me you're acting yeah. out as me well sometimes it's pasta i mean i'm italian so yeah <laughs> i'm that guy yeah you you're, you're you must eat pasta and <laughs> yeah, whack people all the time yeah just every day Here's a segue. Sometimes you must get that inkling to want to have, have, a, have a student whacked. I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. Now, what I'm talking about oh, no. is... Yes. I copied and pasted some statuses. Okay. This was pre-authorized by you. <laughs> and uh, let's do this. Okay. So on October 1st, 2018... Oh, wow. Okay. We're going doing a deep dive. Yeah. You wrote... 
Wondering how many times I need to email out slash verbally explain my cancellation policy to the same few voice students. People who think they're the exception to the rule can get quite annoying. Hashtag don't argue with me. Hashtag I might even make exceptions for nice people. No, what, what, what happened there? That would have been a student who canceled like day of or like an hour before or something. Right. So my policy is, which it's very clearly laid out when you come on as a student with me, if you don't cancel 24 hours in advance, then I have to charge you. Or I even give people the option to reschedule within that week and they don't, and they don't have to pay extra or anything. They just come for right. their lesson. So the student either didn't show up or like canceled super close to what their time was. Yeah. And then, so then I got in touch with them and I said, okay, so either you pay up or you come for a lesson on such and such a day at this time. And they're like, what are you talking about? They just right. were being, you know, pretending to be ignorant that they didn't know what, what I was talking about. Well, so I mean, that was that. I would have sympathy for someone dealing with that situation where they're like, oh no, I have a lesson in an hour and I just got sick. Yeah. That right. sucks. I got a caller now. This is awkward. Why did I get sick <laughs> an hour before my lesson? Right. Or something. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I'm nice too. Like if there's an emergency, obviously I'm not going to be like, okay, we'll pay up your $30. Like, you know, mm -hmm. I think I just described in detail and chicken bits, how nice you are. <laughs> For real. I, I will never let that down. No, you got to let that go. You got to let that I go. I felt the dirt on my face. <laughs> That's how I was eating the fast food that I shouldn't have been eating. Anyway. A lot of the time I have people asking like new students will get in touch with me and say, oh, can I come for a lesson at this time? And I'll say no, because so-and-so is already coming for a lesson at that time. Right. So then if you're not coming for a lesson at that time and didn't let me know, then that's frustrating. Yeah. Well, November 27th. <laughs> This is this sound, does this sound like a court thing? No. Yeah, yeah, exactly. On November 27th, 2018, Mary Catherine Pizzano wrote, sometimes I feel like I should remove my voice teacher title in, in parentheses. Oh, this one, yeah. And rename myself professional accompanist person who sits there while the singers talk to themselves about why they couldn't hit that note. That's pretty funny. I'm laughing at myself, but that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> and I, you know, I've been the bad student before and I don't sympathize with, me in that scenario. Yeah. You get a lot of students who just talk to themselves while they're in their lesson. Oh, like, they were legit talking to themselves. Oh, legit. Yeah. Like they'll, oh. they'll sing something like, oh no, I didn't like that. Oh, that was terrible. Or no. Or they'll stop. Right. They'll stop a, a line in the middle of a phrase and be like, oh, I don't, oh, that was awful. I don't want and it's like, I'm here. Why? <laughs> yeah. Are we tracking this? Are you trying to get down the perfect dick? Yeah. It was like, Maybe I could weigh in as your teacher of what I thought of that, <laughs> but it's kind right. of hard when you stop yourself every five seconds. Oh, anyway, boy. yeah, that was funny. Okay. Oh, well. Okay, so, so read I'm it. reading this one. This it, is... it, I'll be casual. It's from December 3rd last year. Okay. Me when someone not remotely in the business presents me <laughs> with their foolproof five phase plan to my stardom. There was a video associated with that oh. like that, that sort of exclaimed behind that. Yes, and I forgot you, about this. You hashtagged it. Thanks a lot. Thanks but no a lot, thanks. but no thanks. So that's a song. Right. From a movie called It's Always Fair Weather. But your post was in response to that. Yeah, something had probably happened. December 3rd was probably a Monday, so I was probably teaching and I was probably on a break and something ticked me off and I, in my head I probably thought, oh, thanks a lot, but no thanks. And then I thought of that song. 
which is a great song, by the way. <laughs> People should look it up. But yeah. I'll go back to that post and check it out. But there's a difference between someone who's saying, I want to help you. That's like a relationship thing, like friendship or or decency. These are your hopes and I can offer help in this. But like... Yes, exactly. Just having some kind of egotistical assumption that this is what you got to do mm-hmm. and force feeding it. Totally. Yeah. Well, this is the thing too, is I feel like this is my profession and I exist in this business as a professional in this business. So I've gleaned some knowledge about this business being in Mm -hmm. it for about 10 years now. And I think of like my brother, who's a lawyer, for example, and I would never even think of like, you know, talking to him, be like, Hey, so you know that case you're working on? Like you should really try doing that. You know, like (laughs) that wouldn't even enter my mind as something. Yeah. Cause I don't know about that, but I think, there's so many levels of what a musician is, right? Like there's mm-hmm. professional and then some people consider themselves professionals who are really hobby musicians, but they, you know, they might, you know, sing in a community choir or sing in something. And, and so they feel like they have an in on the business, right? They're right. like, Oh, well I know what you're, I know what you're talking. I know what you're struggling with. Cause I sing in such and such, or I do such and such. And it's like, I love community music. Like that's half the way I make my living. Like I'm yeah. so supportive of, that everyone should be able to exist in a place where they can create what they want to create. But when you're a professional in this business, there's just things that you as a person in the business know, and you know the pitfalls and you know (coughs) the difficulties and you live with that. Yeah. But it's kind of hurtful sometimes for people to just imply that maybe I'm not working hard or, Oh, you're not doing it right. Like you should do that. Like, have you ever tried this? Right. And it's like, yeah. I have or no, that's a really bad idea. You know what I mean? Like it comes from a loving place too, half the time. Yeah. But it just, it comes off as they're just asserting their knowledge of something that they don't they might not know as much as they think they know. And some people, when they want the, when they want like brutal truth or whatever assessment of where they are or suggestions, there are people who are actually involved and, have a stake like they're yes. the actual threshold guardians if you want whatever some someone will go to them instead of just being prescribed and the the reverse example of that is like people who have no idea what they're talking about going you're not gonna get anywhere if you keep doing you know that thing that makes you happy oh <laughs> or, exactly exactly it's like you're not gonna become famous like well, that's artists don't typically always want to be famous. Well, we don't get into this business to become famous people. (laughs) How stupid would that be? (laughs) Like, what are the chances of that? There's your first mistake. Yeah. Modern times version of John Doe, Jane Doe. Exactly. Hey, If you've been enjoying Todd's podcast, consider checking out Describing a Rock with Milo Axelrod. That's me. You can find it wherever you get podcasts. The show is exactly what it sounds like. A short escape from your busy life to slow down and consider a rock. This one I thought was hilarious. Okay. So this one's from February 11th. Not too long. Not too long ago. Valentine's Day. Oh, yes. Actual conversation with a new student today. Oh, no. So the student goes, how old are you? Because he's being charming. Clearly, he knows the rule. Mary says 30 because, you know, you were nice enough to oblige his question. Yes. Clearly, he's a classy person who is now not 
no longer going to be inappropriate or make you feel uncomfortable in any way. You said 30. He said you, which I believe he's saying in disbelief because you look younger. <laughs> oh, that's what you believe? That's well, nice. At that point. Oh, not well, read okay. Any oh, got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. So you, <laughs> you affirm yes, as in yes, I am 30. Mm-hmm. You look much closer to 39. <laughs> Maybe this is his MO. He's got a thing for music teachers. Like he's nailed all the vocal teachers from Timbuktu to Portland, Maine <laughs> with his foolproof plan of lowering their defenses by making them feel insecure about their age. <laughs> yeah, right. It's I a see foolproof what's up, plan. sir. Yeah. And you say, okay, <laughs> uh, probably flabbergasted. He asks you, are you married? For some reason, you answer the question. Yes. He pivots, backtrack and goes, good. <laughs> And the subtext that you added at the end was, I officially hate people. Because <laughs> what? Because was that him flirting? I know the full story now, and I don't know if I can actually disclose it all for, re- oh. for reasons that involve other people. Because the mystery is killing me. I'll, have to, it, I'll, tell, you, I'll tell you off, off mic. I, I have to okay. protect a, a friend that it, it got involved with someone else, too, who's another voice teacher. Okay. And I had to get rid. I got rid of this student. I had to get rid of him. I canceled him, which I never do. Well, I mean, but I canceled him. He was problematic from the beginning. This was after some normal times. (laughs) It was never normal. The first lesson he came for, I think he was a three o'clock student and I was teaching a two 30 student and he just wandered into the lesson room at 10 to three. Okay. And I was like, no, I'm in another session right now. Like you can, wait outside and I'll come get you when it's time. And he's like, what? You're early. Oh, I am. I'm like, so he's not deceiving yeah. most people into thinking he's normal all the time. No, like there was a behavior. And yeah, there was some strangeness <laughs> from the beginning. And right. anyway, I'll tell, I'll tell you the full story off camera or off. off yeah. mic. I usually do everything I can to try to keep a student despite all this stuff. That's nuts. I canceled I mean, that one. You just it's so strange. One little, one little clip from that movie. Yeah. And I was, I wanted to, to see the rest of it, but holy shit. It was very strange. That whole interaction was so weird. I'm like you, like, where is this going? Yeah. Like, why is he asking this question? And at the same time, there was a, there was an outright attack on your appearance, suggesting that yeah. you look older. No, I know. And he kind of looked at, like when I said my age, he was like, he looked at me like, what? Like you must be lying. <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to get away what? with, Mary? <laughs> yeah, I know. You're not saving anybody over here, see? <laughs> I know, I know, eh? That was trying to strange. pull one on uh, old crazy eyes. <laughs> As, I, don't know. I know. It's so weird. It's <laughs> so weird. Uh, this was sometime after you were last over. And okay. Me on Facebook, so I, I saw it. Okay. Something to do with a gentleman criticizing you as being like what you do isn't really a job. Oh. Or something. So I, I, I'm letting you know before you, t- you tell me about that conversation and I want you to elaborate and, and use this platform to express it. It fucking pissed me off to know that someone, it's not even just that they thought that, it's that they felt the need to, to tell you off as a person yeah. because of your chosen uh, and, and your passion and your talent. Uh, so please. Um, I don't exactly remember what this is so sad that there's been so many instances. That I don't remember that exact one, but it was probably someone who was saying to me, what else do you do? It was probably one of those questions. Like, so mm. you must do something else besides this. 
And then I said, no, like this is my full time gig. Like this no, is this what is I do. No, this is for fun, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, right. So this is what you do on the side, right? So like, what yeah. do you actually do? Like, what's your actual living? And then, you know, he's shocked by that. Right. It doesn't compute with him, right? Because right. it's like, well, how can someone make a living doing this? And then, oh, so you're like, oh, so you're in the poor house then. So then the next question is, okay, well, are you married again? And then what does your husband do? So then when I answer, oh, my right. husband works at Manulife and he does such and such, I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. So you're inferring that I'm not making enough money on my own, that I have to like shack up with someone who's, who has a real job to do what right. I do, that, <laughs> right? That was the other part of it that I, yeah. And that's like, it's like, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a boss lady. Like, I think I'm pretty badass. And you're saying that I have to be attached like have a ring on my finger to be legitimate now because yeah. what I do isn't legitimate enough to you. So it's almost like they have to create this picture. Okay. Well, if she does that, then she must do that. And then, the, and then they ask, well, where do you live? They're trying right. to create this image like, well, and they keep asking these questions. So they can't comprehend that what I do is my living. Or that if, you know, if you're a woman, and, or if you're a woman and they, you know, they went to sleep last night in the sixties and woke <laughs> up today, right. you don't make any sense of them. And that man is now the premier of Ontario. So <laughs> yeah. Fun fact. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just, it's amazing to me. And sometimes that comes from students who have, I teach a lot of adults right. and I teach a lot of adults who are retired. And so they've, they've made their career in another way and music has been on the side for them and it's been a refuge for them on the side. Right. That's great. And I'm so glad it was for you, but they can't comprehend that someone my age is making a living doing this and right. making a comfortable enough living that, you know, a year ago today when I talked to you, I was doing a lot more supply teaching, like in the school boards, I'm a, you know, certified teacher, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. I don't, I'm in a good enough position that I don't have to, but that for a long time was what made me legitimate. When I would say that, they're like, I'm like, oh, I'm a professional musician, but I'm also a teacher. Like, I'm also a school teacher. They're like, oh, okay. Like, yeah. Oh, thank God. Like, I'm so, <laughs> I'm so relieved for you. <laughs> that was yeah. the kind of reaction. And it was like, um, wow, there's something really wrong with that. Yeah. With that image. This was another one too. I don't remember if I, this happened after I, talk to you the first time or not but I had someone ask me well what are you going to do when you have kids because when you have kids you can't do this like you can't have this playground of a job when you if you have a family well that person's not been on the internet <laughs> they're clearly wrong anyway but yeah yeah but it's like first of all you're inferring and saying to me that I will have children or I can have children like there's so many implications to that statement <laughs> yeah. right like are these women saying this? These women. Also from the 60s? Yeah. And and who are shocked. They're also shocked that I haven't changed my name when I got married. So it's like I fit into no boxes, right? It's right. like, oh, she's self-employed and she's independent and she's... Goddamn God commies. Damn her. <laughs> That's almost what it's like. Yeah. It's like, wow. It's like this weird Stepford universe sometimes. Whatever. I mean, like... I, I want to say this off thing. I don't, I don't, I don't want people to hear me saying, I don't like men keeping women down slash women that put women down. Mm -hmm. But certainly, certainly if, uh, the women in the sixties and seventies who made their strides should be happy about any further progress we have now, yes. rather than either jealous or just so 
on the right side of things. Right. Like it doesn't make sense to me not to be under a thumb. No, like those women are my heroes, right? right? Like to see those women who came up through that and survived it. And you know, like that's amazing. But then it's sometimes like we are reversing that you have to crap on people who are, who are actually doing it at the age that I am, I guess. Like, I guess it's shocking to people that I'm youngish. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think the the voices of the remnants of old ways of thinking are still around. That's yes, the problem. For sure. Uh, that their voices, you know, they can access our, our phone screens through trolling and whatnot. But yeah. Yeah. either got to not look at it, kids or <laughs> uh, stay positive. You know, that's it. <laughs> but Mary, seriously, I um. I I will have to cut out a lot of my talking because it was really great to see you again. And I don't want to hear more of me when I edit this or for the honest to hear more of me. But if you would oblige, even though you already have to give us some more uh, singing. Sure. That'd be amazing. I now have your CD, which is still available. It's Uh, in its second run now. We did a second print run of it. That's amazing. It's exciting. Yeah. Is this a copy that I'm holding from the first run? One of the last ones of the first round. Badass. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. that's happiness for me. Um, <laughs> uh, the band on it. I recognize these names either from yours or people from Mohawk College. Yeah. That were in the faculty. Pat uh, Collins, Mohawk yeah. faculty. Don Buchanan. I believe you you mentioned before last time. Yeah. Is is on piano. Yeah. Although, even though you're trained in vocals and uh, you you. You play the piano extraordinarily well. Well, thank you. I've never had a piano lesson, but I fake my way through that. I don't consider myself a piano player, but I do do it. I could say the same thing, but I can't play like you play. So (laughs) you're really good, in my opinion. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, Jason Hunter on saxes. Yeah, so good. Oh, that'd be a cool... a jazz album by a sax musician called Battle of the Saxes. Yes. It's probably already been, so, done. It's probably already been done, but that's good. Yeah. That's Steve good. James on the drums. Yeah. I've, I've heard it on Spotify. I now own it. I think uh, anyone listening should own it. Where can people find you online? You can find me online at marycatherinepisano.com and the album is for sale on there too in the little album shop that I've set up. So Can people get it digitally too? Yep. Like so on iTunes, iTunes. Um, Google Play Music, all that fun stuff. Any digital music platform, it's there. My suggestion to the listener today, if you enjoy Mary's music, Mary Catherine's music, and I'm sure you will, I suggest that you go for the CD and support the artist. That's my PSA. Thank you. One day I'll get professional level PSA voiceover work, but... <laughs> support live music or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm, I'm very happy to say that I was clean when Mary arrived and, <laughs> you know... My meals are going to have been hours before or hours after, just for safety. Oh my God. Scarred myself for being disgusting. Thanks for coming back. Thanks for having me again. Please put your hands together for Mary Catherine Pizzano, once again performing live on the Coffee House crowd. A beautiful composition by uh, her longtime collaborator, Don Buchanan, as well as opening up with. A familiar one from West Side Story.
Listening to another episode of the Todd Donald Show, starring, produced, and edited by Todd Donald. The piano music in the rap is by JP Sunga, who you can find at jpsunga.com. The theme music is Machiel Kino by William Chernoff. Find him at chernoff.band. And I'm Milo Axelrod, Todd's favorite bar none human voice. And I'm not bragging, he wrote this. If you'd like to hear more of my voice, check out my podcast, Describing a Rock, in which I describe some rocks. You can find it wherever you listen to podcasts. Please support The Todd Donald Show by sharing it with anyone who might enjoy it. Follow and interact with at Todd Donald Show on Twitter and Instagram. And if you feel like going the extra mile on iTunes, please subscribe, rate, and review, preferably in its favor. Have a great day, friends. Thank you.